0: Inside the Man Cave Podcast Show Follow me at Johnny Compion on Twitter Like and subscribe to my YouTube channel Inside the Man Cave Podcast Show And follow me on the new IG page I put up And on the Facebook meta Which they're going to start charging you soon So I'm probably jumping out Anyway I want to thank everybody for the great response On some of the, the few last podcasts I put out I thank you so much for the support. It means so much to me. I want to thank some of my friends. I want to thank Angelo and I want to thank Adam for taking their time to come on and just, you know, spend a little time hanging out and just catching up a little bit. It meant a lot. We were trying to do something and, uh, you know, we're still not done yet. Um, You can go to my friend Joe Earl's GoFundMe page and donate if you can and that would help he's going through some adversity in his life right now and he could use a little help so if you can go to that goFundMe page which is which is linked on the last few podcasts I've done on YouTube uh, and if you follow me at Johnny Compion on Twitter you can you know get some of those um, videos and a, a place where you can donate to the GoFundMe page for my friend Joe Earl well, I want to start off a little somber today in San Antonio because we lost a great, great person in the city of San Antonio, Red McCombs. He was a former owner of the, the Minnesota Vikings and the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, and he, he, we lost him at 95. He passed away on Sunday. Um, uh, there were so many things that, that Red McCombs has done for the city of San Antonio and for Austin. He contributes so much to the campus in Austin, UT. Um, and he did so much for the city of San Antonio, and I'm sure for the teams that he owned in the NFL and with the team that he owned, and the NBA teams that he owned in the NBA, I'm sure that he he really took care of his players, uh, and he paved the way in San Antonio for the San Antonio Spurs to to be here in the Hemisphere Arena, and and that paved the way for that organization, and and that's awesome. You know, in the last couple of years, you didn't hear haven't heard anything or seen him on commercials. He used to be on commercials here. Locally, because he owns some car dealerships here. I actually had a little story that I want to tell you guys about, you know, me having a little brush with, uh, with the Red McCombs. It was back when I worked at WAI Radio. And I was running the board for the morning show, which was for Bob Guthrie and Stan Kelly. And Bob was retiring So You know being that I worked along with them You know I, I, They invited me to the, the dinner And the uh, The dinner they had for his retirement So I, I you know I, I went of course I was going to be there Um So when I show up It was at, at a restaurant downtown By the Alamo Dome It was a steakhouse And um uh, so, you had to valet your car there. So, I'm I'm leaving this place after having lunch. And uh, so, I had valeted my car. So, I walk out. I'm going to get my car and head back, you know, get out of there. So, I'm waiting in the valet area. And I look to my left. And it's, it's Red McCombs. He's kind of has his back towards me. And he's right by the little booth where they have for the valet. And... I know that you want a car. So I, I was like, okay, cool. You know, it's Red McCombs. Oh, cool. Awesome. And I'm here to help you. I'm not going to be like, hi, Red. How are you? Because I've never, I'd never had met him. Just tell me what you want. But I was like right next to him. And uh, I'm going to help you get it. So I, we're just standing there and I'm, I'm kind of behind him. And we will get it. And I hear something just fall. I hit the ground. And I looked down and it was, uh, it was like some money. Right. And I, d- I thought he was going to react and he didn't. He just kind of, you know, just kept looking and I guess he he, I guess he had his hands in his pocket or something. I, I don't know what he was doing. Um, And I think money fell out of his right pocket. So I looked down and it was like, you know, a little stack of money <laughs> and I'm like, oh OK, so I was waiting for him to pick it up and I waited Waited nothing he didn't react at all so i proceeded slowly to reach down and pick up the money the wad of money that he had his red macombs of course he's gonna have a lot of cash right Recognized. billionaire or he's probably a millionaire well i'm sure he was a billionaire then um and i tap his you know on his coat and i'm like hey in his arm and he's like he looks over at first. He didn't react. Right. And I had to tap him like again. And he's like, looks over. Yeah. You're that voice, you know, you know, when you're talking to red, if you heard the commercials, they get them on radio and TV, you know, that voice, very distinctive voice, the red McCombs voice. It's red. Um, and I said, you dropped this. He didn't even look at me in my eyes. Right. He just did. Just grabbed the money put it back in his right pocket and just like, just kept looking forward. I was like, okay. Uh, but he never like looked at my eyes and said, Hey, thank you very much, man. Uh, I thought he was going to be like, Hey, appreciate it. You know what? Come see me. I'll get you a car for me. And so on is, cause I could have just, you know, just put it in my pocket and, you know, and just, I didn't know how much it was. It looked like a huge amount of money. At the time, you know, for me. So I was like, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to rip off Red. Are you kidding me? This a legend. Um, yeah, but it was uh, a weird encounter. I remember that story. You know, but it's, you know, that's one of the first things I thought about when we lost Red when the news came out today. Uh, when his family put out a statement and um i thought about like encounter did i ever and i'm like oh yeah did i ever meet red or any, anything and, uh and you know what I, I think i've i saw him because i worked at another when i was working at a radio station W-O-A-I. And i think he came in to record a, like a commercial or something voice a commercial i'm not sure but i could have swore that that I've seen him. I never met him before. Until that encounter where he dropped his cash and I know that you want to call Um him. just tell me what you want. He's like, I'm gonna help you. Thank you. It. This is red, thank you. And we will get it. <laughs> he didn't say this is red. <laughs> but that would have been funny. Hey, this is red, thank you. It would I mean it would have been an even better story if I could have said you know what? It was I, I handed him with the wad of cash. It was probably like two thousand dollars. And it's like twenty bucks for red. He's a billionaire. It's red money. <laughs> I thought he would turn around and say, You know what? Just keep it, man. I don't no no red. No, no. No, I, I can't red. When deep down inside I'm like, shit, he's giving me fucking two grand or something. Red is Red McCombs is giving me something. Hell no, he didn't. I wish I had that story. He's like, didn't even give me eye contact. Thank you. This is Red. <laughs> Takes the money, waits for his car. Two seconds, his car shows up. He's gone. I forgot what he was driving. Dang. I wish I had to remember. I'm sure it was uh, one of his rides. I'm sure. I mean, how I about if he was driving like uh like an Ensiro car or something? Which is <laughs> nothing wrong with that. But it's red. Um anyway, we're gonna miss you, Red. Thank you for everything. You know, red Red put us on the map, you know, all all jokes aside. Red McCombs put San Antonio on the map. It's my opinion. It's what I've seen with the San Antonio Spurs. Five chips, man. You know, you are the reason, Red, you know, you are the reason why we are able to display those trophies right now at the AT&T Center. Red 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 McCombs paved the way for San Antonio. I know you didn't want to bring that team to the Alamo, which you could have done, Red. You should have done it, Red. We were ready. I remember that. I remember on the radio, we were like ready to like, dude, we'll buy the jerseys. We're already making names up. It was, I mean, there was banners down 1604, I think. Um, Yeah, it was. it was an exciting time for our city because you know, a local guy owned the NFL team. We're like, it's a no brainer, man. Bring him to San Antonio. Bring him to San Antonio. Put him in it would have been the perfect time. Because there was no Jerry's What that was there Jerry's No. No, there wasn't Jerry's world. That would have been perfect. We would have had that. The Alamo Dome back then would have been uh, <laughs> It would have been, you know, kind of uh, right in season, right? Because there was nothing like state of the art then, right? Hmm. Wow, what could have been, Red? But you know what? We still love you, Red. We're gonna miss you. We're still gonna hear your voice on the radio, over, on the yeah. commercials, and hear your voice on the on TV with the promos. <laughs> Deserved. And every time we hear that, I know me. When I hear that, I know it's Red. Just tell me what you want. And, you know, I, I, I know that... I'm going to help you get it. He left us in good hands. And we will get it. And, and we love you, Red. Come back! Back it up! Back. Would you take it back right away? Yes! Speaking of the Alamo though, once again, I I was looking through... Twitter and I see some articles uh, and I see an article that says that San Antonio is going to do some renovations to the Alamo Dome for the final four $23.2 million upgrade Whew. they said they're, they're, uh, they're going to redo the concessions and add new suites hmm And I've talked about this, like, countless times on my podcast. And I get messages, and people are saying just, oh, man, you're hating, and, you know, (laughs) the dome is cool. I understand. I I know how long it's been around. I remember when they first started building it. I actually have a picture that one of my buddies took. I have it. I'm going to find it, and I'm going to post it. It was from the tower when they were just... You know, putting the structure up. So I, I, I kind of got some, you know, knowledge of how long this thing has been around. This thing I'm speaking about is the Alamo Dome. Excuse me. So when I see that, I start looking at the socials and the comments on that, where people were. I mean, I thought I was pissed off. Well, there's apparently lots of people that are pissed off about this renovation for 23.2 million dollars uh, for upgrades for the final four um, so I, I start reading some of the comments and people are, are just going off you know on Facebook on Twitter there's no filters sometimes and, and people just kind of vent that's cool right that's where we have it So this person on here says this thing needs to be detonated, not (laughs) re-renovated. And then another person says, how about updating the concessions and parking? Hmm. There's a lot of space there. There's so much you can do. And somebody brought something up on, on one of these threads here and talking about a parking garage. Hmm. That's a brilliant idea. You can actually build. One like they got at North Star Mall that wraps around and... Hmm, that's brilliant. Wow, okay. You can spend money on that if you want to keep it around because obviously that's what we're going to do. We're just going to just keep milking that cow there. I hate to be so, you know, up front about it, but... You know, it, it, it sucks that this money that they're putting in, they can actually keep earning it, make some more profits, like from these big shows that, you, you know, you people talk about. Um, and then the more it builds up, maybe we can build a new stadium. How about that? So, if the concerts that we're bringing here are bringing in good profits and the events they got going on, I'm sure the WWE brought in a nice penny, right? So, why do we keep putting lipstick on this pig? I don't understand. I don't understand. And the city is talking about, okay, we're going to get, we hear you, we're going to get you, uh, we're going to upgrade the uh, concession stands and we're going to get a few more suites. We need the suites because, you know, those are the money makers for us. I get it. I'd rather really go any day to a show at the AT&T, AT&T Center. I'd rather really go any time to a concert or an event at the AT&T Center then I'd rather go to the Alamo Dome. Walking in the Alamo Dome, it kind of reminds me of walking into the Freeman Coliseum that's next to the AT&T Center. That's the way I feel. (laughs) The concessions are where You're just lifting these. You just use the little hinge. You take it off, and you lift up that two-by-four, whatever they have, and you move it open. You're open for business. There's nothing there. When if you go to other stadiums, you can actually sit down in places and get something to eat and hang out with your friends and and do stuff. Hmm? Yeah. A lot more options. That's why, you know, when you go there... I laugh. I'm like, the restrooms are just awful. I mean, it, it's a, it's a dump, man. I don't like going there. You guys need to do something about that. Fix the problem. Let's not keep putting lipstick on this and acting like, Oh, it's going to be fine. Look at it. I mean, we're getting these huge events and uh, I don't think so, man. And speaking of that, you know, the XFL debuted in San Antonio, which there was 24,000. And from all the games around the, X, the XFL, San Antonio drew 24 plus. And that's great. I loved it. I loved watching it from, you know, my living room where I can hear the play calling. That's the kind of football freak I am. I like to change up here and there in this game. I like what what the rock Dwayne Johnson is doing. Um I think it's really good. It, it was really good to see pictures of people that I know on social media who are out tailgating, supporting this and showing that hey, look, we can support, you know, a team. San Antonio loves football. They we love our sports here. It's good to see football right after nfl football so sitting down the you know for the brahmas it's like uh it's cool i I don't like the uniforms but you know what i kind of like the storylines and and some the way they you know plays on some of these players uh they come from you know where places where they get been you know, they've been cut, and they're looking for a second opportunity. That's what I like. And then they shine. Week one was great. It was cool the way the owners came in and showed love to this city. We deserve that. I mean, we we you call us out, and we will support a lot of causes. So, yeah, you know, I'd love to be there live, but I wouldn't go in the Alamo Dome. I don't like it. Ah! cannot be disobeyed. What? This is good. It's a mind-bending substance. You're crazy. That forces obedience. But we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> I saw a video of Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback of the uh, (laughs) of the Chiefs and which I'm a fan of. I I like Mahomes. I like the way he plays. It's just awesome for the game. Uh, I'm a fan. He's from Texas. You know, I I dig it. I'm in. Uh, It makes it exciting. But, and then I'm, I'm reading some stuff, right, on social media, and I, it leads me to this article. And it's talking about angry Chief fans writing letters and complaining about Patrick Mahomes drinking during the Super Bowl parade. And I'm like, wait a minute, can I clickbait? Like, okay, you know what, let me read it again. Okay, read it. I'm like, really? Man. I mean, the dude is young. He just got a Super Bowl for his, for your city. I mean, Dallas would love that. I mean, we would love to see Dak Prescott all drunk and, you know, passed out by the Alamo or, I don't know, somewhere hanging out when the parade's going on. But, you know, we... we we're not the Super Bowl champs. So when I see this, it makes me angry because these, <laughs> these people that are complaining, they're saying that uh, Coach Andy Reid and the team owners should have some uh, good reason because uh, the main reason is that a drinking chief is not a good role model for young fans who are there to see their heroes. And second, he goes, even in the adult, the adult fans don't want to see a drunken player uh, at this important celebration. Third, tragic things happen when drinking is involved. Hmm. (laughs) I get it. I read that, and I'm like, oh, God. I wanted to throw up when I saw that. The dude... Is having so much fun. They just won a Super Bowl. He went to Disneyland. I mean, he's all over the place. He's on you know every late night talk show. So leave the kid alone, man. Let him enjoy his time. It's not like he's sitting on the sideline with a quarter beers, you know, kind of just like sipping it. Or, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say this. He was not like Johnny Manziel, where every time you would see Johnny, he, he would have a drink in his hand. Anytime you saw a picture of Johnny Manziel, he had a, he had a cup or a beer or a mixed drink or wine. Um, so there, I mean, look what happened with that. Patrick Mahomes, you, you don't see that. You see him show up. You, you know he's doing his community service and um. So it, it's he. I think that's that's a little over. You know, I mean, stop with that. You got to back off. It's probably uh, some Karen that's that's writing in. She's all pissed off because it's, there's drinking and they're having fun. And uh, so, you know, <laughs> and then there's a, a last post. And I get this because when you see all this, you're like, uh, all right. And then this person's like, (laughs) O-M-F-G. Fire everyone who works at this horrendous paper. I've seen enough. That's that's a great way to sum it up. (laughs) Yeah, please. Let them enjoy their time. They'll be ready again for the season, next season. And they're going to go out and compete again. They'll be ready. He's a, comp- he's a Super Bowl champ. I mean, you saw Brady the way he got when he was drinking tequila, right? The last time he won. <laughs> but there was video of Mahomes and he was handing the, the, the championship trophy to some fan. Um, and then I saw one of them coming out of a porta potty and people were kind of like turning, whoa, that was Patrick Mahomes. He's running back and just kind of stumbling up and getting back on the bus or whatever they had, <laughs> but he ran out, got went into a porta potty. He's like everybody else, man. He's like, "We want to have a good time. We won. We're the champs, man." Fuck off, Karen. Huh? Son of a bitch. I saw this on Saturday night on my twitter feed it has nothing to do with politics it's got nothing to do with race it's got nothing to do with any sort of city leader city policy anything like that um all it has to do with is we just wanted to go out and have some fun. austin is like my second hometown i mean what what is going on that's what i tweeted. i was like what is going on in austin a takeover Videos show cars doing donuts, people throwing fireworks at a cop car, girls hanging out of cars. And not only is this thing, it's its a waste of other people's time, but you are also endangering everyone around you because you want attention, right? You stop in the middle of interse- an intersection and you start doing donuts, what happened? Did your parents let you borrow the car for the weekend? And you're like, call up your friends and let, let's go cause fucking havoc. You know, put it on social media. Let's all meet up and waste everybody's time. That's what it is. And then, then you set your dad's truck on fire. <laughs> and and then you light your buddies up. And these- On fire. APD says one officer was taken to the hospital. I just want to out there that we're not bad people. We're not trying to hurt anyone. We're not trying to harm anyone. We don't want to hurt the police. That thing got millions of hits. The videos. I mean, come on. You have better options than this. Come on, man. You have better options. There's other things to do in Austin. Austin had a, uh, they, they have a lot of things to do in that, that city. And I know it was just there, but they, they moved around to a couple other places. I think it was like three other places they moved to. So they were just taking it and just moving it around and just speeding around town, which is crazy. Yeah. I sound like that old guy saying, Hey, get off my lawn. And I just like those people that were in that area and Barton Springs, and Lamar, right in that, that corner right there, when you head up into ACL, into Zilker, Zilker Park, where you go to ACL. Um, that's a busy intersection there, so it's always moving. I know everything that is going on in Austin. People in politics are pointing at each other, saying, well, if you wouldn't, you know... Taken the money and done this Or maybe we wouldn't have this and that We don't got that many people to work And I don't know I'm not going to get into all that But I, I feel that we can learn from this I And mean, there's other things to get into And focus on Right now in life Instead of going out And wasting other people's time <laughs> at Johnny Compion on Twitter. And you can also support the podcast show on anchor.fm slash johnny5150.